Blog Talk Radio. Hey guys and gals, this is Jesse and this is Kyle, and we're back again for another awesome podcast as we're bringing it live to you from Kyle's house this time around. And uh, first and foremost, wanted to thank everybody for listening in live on the last show and for coming in on tonight's show. And of course, you can find us on Facebook at JK Podcast 101. Also on Twitter, our handle is at JK Podcast 101. You can find us on BlogTalkRadio.com backslash JK podcast and on iTunes where you can type in the search bar and download, listen and subscribe live and listen into the show. And Kyle, how have you been, my man? Yeah, I've been doing pretty good. Uh, just uh, working in uh, school and I know you've been pretty busy as well. Getting ready for the uh, import Alliance big car show this weekend. Nice. Nice. I know we had a pretty heavy uh, weekend and of course, Working like crazy, as we always do. Exactly. Um, getting through, and I'm enjoying the next couple of days off and bringing you our live version of the JK podcast. Um, so tonight we kind of got a little something different. We got some anime. Yeah. Some Star Wars anime, which I know is kind of a odd blend, but we got some content on that. Also some superhero movies, the best and worst of all time, and yet to come. And then, of course, we're going to be talking about the awesomeness of Marvel's validity and DC's validity and the pop culture world on episode 13 in this March Madness month. That's right. So, I don't... Have you ever been for March Madness right now? I'm not in the bracket. You're not in a bracket? Yeah. This is probably the first year I have not started a bracket in a long time. Oh, really? Yes, yes. I was in a bracket a couple of years ago, and uh, it was pretty fun. It was one of the first times I got to experience that. It was it was pretty neat. I remember I started when I was like 13, and then by 17, I was doing like seven different brackets. Oh, really? And then I realized it was an addiction, and oh, yeah. that girls yeah. were more important at the time. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I ended up, ended up doing something a little bit different and uh, decided that I was going to do uh, you know, sports and try and make it that way versus, you know, filling out brackets. But yeah, there you go. But here we are bringing it to you live here tonight in the, the good old state of Georgia. But uh, first and foremost, um, looking over here to my left, I see Shelby <laughs> playing with some pad and like a pen, her phone, and a laptop. And she's holding her face. So, what is that? What kind of pad is that? Wake em. A what? Wake em. You wake who up? Wake. <laughs> uh, the Wacom tablet. There. Oh, the Wacom tablet. Okay, yeah. okay. I got you. Yeah, my friend Rob used to have one like that, but um, it was like a smaller version or something. Yeah. And it lit up. It had like a like light so that goes around the outside. Right. It was actually kind of cool. Um, it felt like I was like in the future or something. Hey, that's but right. I don't know if that was a wake em up tab thing or Wacom. Wacom. <laughs> Wacom, yeah, but yeah. it was something. 
Yeah. Yeah. But uh, at any rate, but so Kyle, uh, tell us a little bit about uh, some of the things that you just picked up. I saw that nice little handle that you have parked out front. Yeah. Yeah. We've got, uh, we just picked up a, uh, another kind of project, uh, the 92 Integra. So now we will be repping uh, twins there. So Shelby, of course, has her 92 Integra. I've got the uh, 92 Integra. We're trying to get them both ready for Import Alliance to show our project cars. And uh, what I also found out something interesting about the show, I was reading more into the into the website. Right. It's not really more a car show. Okay. There's not really big awards handed out, and there's not like, you know, for this under construction class, they don't classify anything. It's a, a coming together of grassroots racing, Nice. People who were in drifting, people who uh, love just SECA racing, who like NASCAR races, whatever they like. Mm-hmm. There's all these kind of cars that are going to be there. There's going to be close to 10,000 people uh, that are saying maybe or not going. Um, but we know it's a steady 8,000 this time supposed to be going. And uh, one of your buddies, he has a uh, what, what kind of helmet you're showing me here? He's got a... I'm looking. Uh, I'm looking to see what it is. It's my friend Jeremiah. He's a shop foreman at uh, right. Conyers Nissan. Nice. And he does a little bit of racing, and he went to NASCAR Tech, and he just bought a new helmet. It's pretty cool looking. Um, let me see. Yeah, he, he has a Nissan 240. 240SX. Yeah, nice. I remember when we were in high school. Yeah, she had it. It's called the the helmet's called the G-Force Racing Gear. Nice. You can order it at gforce.com. Um, but it's it's the model of the SA2015 rated helmet. That is great. He actually had a cool little post, and I guess I kind of copy off of him for a minute. But uh, he was saying that he got his helmet in. He can't wait for March 31st. Nice. He's going to be in an event. Um, And he said the things that it says on the back of the box, or, you know, the helmet even, uh, the warning label, it says racing is dangerous. Conditions will occur that will cause any device to fail, uh, and incidents will occur resulting in injury or death. And he says it sounds like a good time. So <laughs> that's great. Yeah, it's definitely pretty cool. So hats off to Jeremiah. I know he's uh, getting ready and to have some fun uh, while he's not at work. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, I guess there's some other, you know, content that we kind of missed out on. Like for example, Beauty and the Beast. Yep. Uh, just recently came out having pretty solid reviews, even for a controversial couple scenes in there. Right. I have not been able to see it yet myself. Yeah, I know. no, we haven't either. Yeah, I know my wife wants to see it, and I'm sure that, you know, yeah, Shelby, Shelby wants to take it. her yeah. Wacom pad into the theater to watch the movie. <laughs> so that would be, uh, I said it right that time, right? Wacom? Yep, to get old Wacom. It, it sounds like, like an old, like, 80s game or something. Or yeah, it does. Like something from, Yeah, you know, like Namco or... Namco. Yeah. Um, or, like, from Wacom, or, like, wait, Wacom, like... What is it? Ah, war games. War games. Like yeah. War games. War games. The Wacom system. Yeah. Something crazy, <laughs> but um, but yeah. So that's a, an awesome uh, movie. It looks like a lot of good reviews. Um, Disney definitely did a great job. Yeah, I was. Uh, yep. Hermione Granger. I mean Emma Watson uh, <laughs> is definitely uh, a solid lead in the movie. Yep. And uh, even the kiss between men was um, in the movie itself, from what the reviews are saying. So. Oh wow. Yeah. Not mm-hmm. bad. Not bad. Pretty sloppy. It was a sloppy <laughs> web kiss. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> so, moving forward. Okay, so Kyle, anime. Yeah. So, we're looking at some uh, new and old stuff. We're going to bring it all fresh out. Um, we're going to talk tonight a little bit about some of me and Jesse's favorites. Um, you know, we're going to talk about uh, some new stuff that's coming out. 
Uh, I saw some stuff from Otuku Magazine. You guys out there know anime, what that is. And uh, like cons and stuff like that. Count Dooku Magazine. Yeah, exactly. Count Dooku <laughs> Magazine. Um, <laughs> and then we're going to also, believe it or not, be able to tie this in to uh, Star Wars. You know, it's right. funny how we're huge Star Wars fans. Yep. Even right now, you've got your Battlefront uh, right. Star Wars gear that you have, which Absolutely. is I'm envious of, which is great. Yeah. And um, we're just going to go from there. So, like I said, jumping right in. Um, you know, what's some of your favorite anime that you that you cherish and things that you like at, that you know at some point in your life? Sometimes, even as we get older, we're like, ah, oh, I don't like anime as much as I used to. Right. For some people out there, uh-huh. but there's always those those you know that you cherish. So, what's some years that you like? Um, I'm a fan of there? I, Well, I'm old school, so I would say probably like the gamer type. We yeah. have Yu-Gi-Oh, oh, nice. um, Ash, you know, mm-hmm. from Pokemon. <clears throat> Yeah. Um, you know, and I'm not really that big of a fan of some of the newer versions of those. Right. But the older ones I always take near and dear. Um, I guess there's some even some games I would even consider anime like Harvest Moon is pretty oh, cool. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, but there's actually one that uh came out a long time ago I used to watch. It was the one um say it was a, it wasn't a Sailor Moon, but it was something moon. Uh-huh. Um it was dealing with a uh, my friend Jeremiah turned me on to it. We watched it, it was actually pretty good. I'll have to find the name of the title for that. But um, Full Metal Alchemist, of course. Oh, yeah. Uh, classic, legendary uh, show. You can actually, I think you can watch it on Netflix now, too. Oh, yeah. And then uh, on top of that, I think, like, the new one I'm really excited for is Ghost in the Shell, the movie that's coming out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I saw some of the trailers. Oh, it's theaters, And it looks pretty, pretty snazzy. Yeah. And uh, what do you think about that, too? I think we were going to say we're going to touch on. Uh, how do you guys feel out there, too, uh, listening to us right now? You can, you can call in. You can call in, uh, guests call in. It's uh, 646-787-8491. And give us your opinion on, you know, some of these things that we're talking about, if you would like. And basically what's going on is, uh, you know, of course, uh, uh, they, they you know, casted the role to an American uh, actress. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, the uh, very famous um and Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, Scarlett Johansson. Hubba hub. And uh, so, but, you know, my thoughts on it, it's going to be very exciting. I'm a big fan of Ghost in the Shell. Uh, watching it off for uh, as bad as it sounds. I, I didn't actually, uh, wasn't able at the time being in college to pick up the uh, the DVDs, but they would have the episodes play on um, Toonami, you know, late yeah. night on Saturday night. Right. So I always kind of looked. I stayed up and gamed anyway, so I would just actually have literally, it on, yeah. yeah, would pause it and then switch over to, you know, watching Toonami and then switch back when it was over. Right. Now, let me ask you something, Kyle. You know, Scarlett Johansson's in this movie, and even as a sex symbol, as strong as she is, right. and being the Black Widow in the Avengers, how do you feel about uh, a white American female playing the role versus what would be considered a, a football? Right. Uh, you know, I think it's I think it's all right the way that they've portrayed it now. Um, at first, there was a lot of people I saw in forums and I saw uh, some comments uh, even on Facebook about, "Hey, white, what, what's going on here? Why aren't they, you know, staying true to their to their background?" Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, now that they've actually come out and uh, Scarlett Johansson has been very, um, I guess you could say, sensitive to the matter, and she right. she has come out with a few videos of, "Hey, we're doing the first shoot today." 
you know, come and join it with us. Yeah, it seems like she's being very involved and passionate. Right, and very humble about yeah. it. Yeah, it's like she's almost invested into the series. Like, she's become a fan. Right, exactly. And, you know, like we've talked about before on many episodes in the past, if you have that uh, drive, I guess you could say, where you're, you're passionate about what you're doing, uh, you know, and you're very excited about the work, of course, it's going to come out better if you're the fan yourself. So right. um, I think that helps out a tremendous amount. Um, do I feel that they could have got somebody else to give them a chance? I do feel yes in that sense. Right. Since she's already been, you know, in so many Marvel movies, let's see something new. Let's see something different. Right. But with the way that she's taking it on, I think it's still okay in my book so far. I think so too. I think, you know, you got someone who's action-packed, who is been in major movies, knows how to lead a movie and really kind of draw fans in. Right. I mean, you look at it, it's a smart move. It's a small community of fans right. with a major actress, probably right. one of the biggest, I guess, Hollywood stars. Yeah. And she's known for action. She's known for that side of the fanhood. Yeah. Oh, and speaking of action, I was going to interview you a little bit. Go ahead. She does most of all her stunts, too, so she's very dedicated, like right. you were saying. See, so she's very vested into it. So, yeah. You know, if you get someone like that in a role and they can actually do the role well, why not? Yeah. You know, why not have somebody so passionate about it? Yeah. Into it? And, it, and it's not like, you know, no offense to anybody out there, but mm-hmm. I'm just, you know, saying it bluntly put, like the anime series and, you know, how anime is and the, the culture difference from Japan to America and different things. And then, you know, even on Netflix, they, they have everything on there uh, from Full Metal Alchemist to all these different, uh, right. you know, Elf and Lied was on there at one point, which is a right. crazy little short series. It's insane. Check that out if you haven't. And, um, you know, some of the stars are naked. Some of the things, you know, they see it's very uncut and raw in the series. So you would need someone with that physique. You would need someone with that sex symbol to be even in in this, you know, in this movie. I mean, mean, she does look pretty good in it, too. I mean, mean, (laughs) mean, it is Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, so, So, I mean, so you have these these elements. would not do justice for Scarlett. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, they have this this whole entity that they've got to take on. So she's taken on a huge role and a huge responsibility. Yeah. So we'll see how it comes along and uh, and see how everything plays out when the movie comes out. And, so. and to interrupt real quick, the name of the movie that my friend Jeremiah turned me on to was Spirited Away. Oh, yes. We have it sitting so, right over here. I love that movie. It's, it's actually, I haven't seen it in years. But yeah. it was kind of funny because we when I got here, we were doing some calculus. It's probably been uh, just as long. Um, that since I've seen that movie, right. since I've done the calculus. Oh, cool! That's so, crazy, man. Yeah, it's been like ten years. Um, so we're having a little, you know, blast of the past a little bit. Yeah. But you know, that's from uh, I know Shelby, one of Shelby's favorite studios, and my two studio Ghibli. Mm-hmm. Um, they're you know in cahoots, I guess you say, partnership with Disney to put their uh you know the movies out more. Yes. And you know we've got it on Blu-ray and DVD. Uh, you're you know welcome to take it home if you want. Check it out some more. But Spirited Away is really good. Um, it's very family oriented as well. Yeah, it is. But the visuals and the way they do the animation, the story is the, awesome. yeah, and the story um, is is very neat. And it's one of those where you want to watch it a few times to catch up to see those little things that you missed. Right. So it's very genius movie. You had to check it out. Some of the other ones I I can remember watching was like Castle in the Sky. That's an old yeah. classic. Um, as I'm doing, I'm pulling some of them up just to kind of make sure that I give the right ones. 
And even like Fantasia is considered anime, which oh, is yeah. pretty cool. Um, when I just scroll by you that, I, you know, I have a wallet of Cowboy Bebop's one of my classic old faithfuls right there that I can just pull up and watch any time. And it's, it's just great. It's a great series. Uh, if no one's actually seen or you want to try to get into anime, Cowboy Bebop is about a, it's in the future. It's about bounty hunters and they are in their starships and they bebop. So that's where the bebop comes from. Yeah. And, and the, they bebop around planets and in the future, the um, bounty hunters are called cowboys. So it's right. cowboy bebop. Cowboy bebop. Perfect. Um, so they're set up to get these. And it's a very, very neat laid out series um, about the one of the main uh, characters, Spike. Um, and then how everything progresses throughout. And they meet different people and things uh, while they go across the galaxy. I guess you go bebopping, I guess you could right, say. Yeah. And where they come from and how they... They kind of do a, uh, uh, a kind of a backstory in the future on them at the same time, so it's kind of like a Matrix feel almost. So give me your feel. Have you, I mean, have you really dived into Full Metal Alchemist a little bit? Yes, I have. All right, so tell me some of your favorite moments from that. Um, there's a lot of content in there. Yeah, there's so much content, but I would say uh, there's there's one point where um, uh, <clears throat> the the brothers are getting ready to fight, they, they've they been framed, uh, which they always were all the time, people always working against them right. in the, in the uh, it's been so long since I've even pulled it up to get their names right, um, shameful of me, but, uh, so they're, they're, they're getting ready, they're getting off the train, they're fighting, and the brother, uh, his name is not coming to my mind right now, but that's in the middle, of course, he's right. been spelled, he's been put in because, you know, with, alchemy there's right. always a if there's something that you cast up if there's something that you do there's always going to be a consequence something's got to be taken back right so of course at this point what happened when he was younger was edwin's brother um you know he's alphonse, alphonse yes is taken away and he has been put into this armor uh to keep his entity there um they start unraveling the truth and he almost sacrifices himself to take on the to take on the force that's coming at him. Right. So I remember that's one of the episodes that I really uh, cling to that was really nice. Um, but, well, you know, what's some of your favorite uh, episodes there? Um, I, I probably would say, um, if you look at, I'm actually, I was actually looking up to make sure we get the characters in there. It's Edward and Alphonse and there's yeah. a few other ones. It was really, like it says, yeah, the plot was really all about, you know, Scar creates the Philosopher's Stone. Right. So it's really about the kidnapping moments and how they always had to keep battling to get through yeah. and try and get to that point. Um, I mean, that was the main thing. It was, to me, it was just like, it was awesome because at the time, most anime that I was watching was just like gamer type. Right. And then some storyline and some soft anime, if you would. This was like more hardcore. Right. It was very violent. Um, had a lot yeah. of action in there. It was a different course of anime that definitely took on and kind of hooked in a little bit. Um, but my main thing, like I'm saying, is I'm really excited about is the ghost in the shell, and it's probably. It's, I mean, it has a little bit to do with Scarlett Johansson, yes, because she looks great, and I feel confident she's going to do a good job in the role. Yeah, and Shelby, I think, was laughing at me or chuckled. <laughs> just keep playing. And with you know what? Uh, some other some other movies that uh, that I like, I have my collection is uh, the movie she did with Edwin McGear, which is also in. He's you know of course young Obi Wan. Yeah, in the Clone Wars, oh, to right. see Ewan McGregor. Yeah, Ewan yep. McGregor come in, 
with Scarlett Johansson in the island. That was a pretty good yeah, one. Yeah, that, that was, was a uh, cool little concept. Got your mind kind of, you know, twisted a little bit for a yeah, minute. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think, uh, you know, if you look into other versions of uh, anime, I know we talk about Star Wars and half of yeah. anime. Yeah. So tell tell everybody about a little bit about mm-hmm. that. Yeah, you can actually uh, our our friend that we had a few episodes ago, uh, Nick Hayes, which yeah. also goes to the school and stuff. He has the school of wizardry. Yes, the school of wizardry uh, at the art institute. Uh, but uh, he has um, shown me some things, and in class they've pulled it up uh, on the projector. Uh, you just go in and type in Star Wars anime scenes. And there's shorts that people have made uh, from Japan and different things of like Star of Star Wars. It's fan based stuff, and some studios they actually put little shorts out um, in coherence with Star Wars, of course, with Lucas and you know having there's a foot. Now, would you yes. consider you know uh, the Clone Wars, um, the you know the cartoonish show as anime or? Um, you know, I definitely would, and it's a different style of anime. It is right. definitely animation. It is definitely anime. Right. Um, I love the series, and I, you know, even if you don't like, we said before, even if you don't like the, the animation style and you wish it was real, right? Just follow along in the story because you get that filler for everything leading up to the movies, right? To the big movies, to the ones that you know everyone puts on. So like from episode one to two to three to everyone. So, um, you know, having all that, and then the, I guess you could say. Yeah, kind of like the correctness on that Japan animation kind of style, that different style of animation that they've done is... You dropped your Wacom pen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is uh, is a really neat and some different take on it, and it, uh, it has so many different angles and sharp angles and things right. that happen, and it shows... There's a scene where it shows one of the uh, rebels... In this, in you know, in the X-wing, and he's just, you know, they're they're getting outnumbered by the Empire, and right. really, it's kind of a dark scene because the Empire is really knocking them out. Right. And you know, we always see the side in the movies. Right. We always see where they've always, you know, won for the most part. But the Clone Wars really takes that scene to somewhere else, where, you know, the the uh, Empire, I guess you could say, the dark side really, you know, comes yeah. in and takes them on. So. Well, you, you can look at it too and. Between Star Wars and anime, and considering it to be so, the romance of the story kind of flows as an anime yes, classic. Exactly. Because they deal with the story, the romance of the story, right. with the characters, and the actual history of what's yet to come. So it's, it's a kind of, you know, speaks to the validity and the comparisons between the two. Uh, and I feel like it's definitely heavily involved. Um, you know, Clone Wars, 50-50 on the ropes. Right. I would definitely consider these newer films and some of the older films and the classics. Yeah. It's definitely be considered anime. Yeah. Um, but maybe not so much on the Rebels. Possibly a little bit, but not so much. Um, so that's, I mean, that's just a little bit of what we got there. Uh, some other updates that we have out there in the world, and actually sad to say, and Kyle, I don't even know if you knew about this. Yeah. But did you hear about Rowan Atkinson? I didn't. You ever watched Mr. Bean? Yes. He passed away a couple days ago. He passed away? He was killed in a car accident. Are you serious? Yeah. I did not know this. See, working, not looking up stuff. Yeah. He, That's it was, what gets you. Oh, my gosh. I'm heartbroken, man. Yeah. Um, he actually died in a car crash wow. a couple days ago. Wow. 
It's very sad. I, I remember watching Mr. Bean, one yeah. of my favorite things of growing up. Again, referring back to Jeremiah and my sister Ashlyn, we would listen yeah. and watch, you know, Mr. Bean um, on wow. PBS back in the day, yeah. on, you know, YouTube or Netflix, wherever we could find it. Right. But yeah, he, he passed away. He died in a car crash. Wow. So. Man, I hate that. I, I just, I remember an iconic scene, you know, where. You know him doing the uh, when he goes to church, he's late <laughs> and he gets there. You know, yeah. And then he he goes into the church and everyone's singing and he's trying to like he doesn't have a hymn, right? And he's so just, he's like mumbling there. Yeah, he's yeah. mumbling and then finally the chorus goes in and he's just oh he knows the chorus but he doesn't know the words. Yeah. He calms down. Mama! That's a great scene. Yeah. 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 I have really hate that Ronan Atkinson has has uh, the Mission Impossible guy too, man. He has yeah. you know, those what little that? That, uh, parodies. That spy movie that he yeah, the spy out. movies. Yeah, the parodies yeah. off of. Mission Impossible and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, but it's unfortunate to hear him yeah. uh, be gone like that. But uh, that is sad, but he did pass away. That is wild. Very, very sad. Yeah. Respects and, uh, to all his fans, all his, uh, fans around the world and uh, his uh, family and, and friends. So definitely heart, hearts go out to them. Definitely. Um, that was one thing. So I know that was like a bombshell for Shelby because she actually stopped. For a second, yeah. I was like shocked, and I don't know, that was for you too. Did I have a toy dog named after him? Oh, yeah. Oh, we can rename the Wacom pad <laughs> Rowan. Sure. And then your laptop can be Atkinson, so it kind of, you know. Yeah, it kind of goes together. Goes together, there. yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Okay, it's official. Um, <laughs> so, uh, we have a little more stuff. So, one thing I just recently learned too, and this might be a bombshell for y'all Mystery Science 3000 yeah. is on Netflix now. Oh wow! Yeah, I'm gonna have to gonna have to watch that. A pizza, Mountain oh, Dew, popcorn, you know, chocolate covered raisins, or yeah. Butterfinger bites, whatever you need to get. But <laughs> I'm gonna enjoy watching me some Tom Servo. Oh, that's right. So that's one that's of my cool. favorite uh, shows growing up as a kid. I remember renting it at the good old Blockbuster or Planet Hollywood, and right. uh, or Hollywood Video rather, and. <clears throat> um, Getting that and laying on the floor in the living room <clears throat> by the old Turner, you know, TV channel. Yeah. Where you had to turn the top to get to the middle of the, That's turn right. the bottom, you know. Yeah. And watching it on VHS. That's great, man. Good memories back yeah, in the day. That's great, great memories there. So we talk about anime. We kind of gave our opinions on that. We tried to pull Star Wars into an anime film. I think it was decent on that. Yeah. Um, and uh, some other stuff to add um, is. Uh, you know, you were talking about Netflix and Mystery 3000 being on there. Um, the new Voltron. Yep. The new Voltron is on Netflix. Check it out if you guys yes, have it. That's a good anime that's been brought back. It's a great storyline. They did it from the original. It looks great. The concepts are smooth. You have to check that out if you're a Vol- any kind of Voltron fan or having that you know, growing up as a kid. Right. Um, Peach Dragon. Yeah, exactly. Peach Dragon is on there. And also, uh, Netflix originals that I really dive into that's really great concept is uh, Seven Deadly Sins. Yeah. Season two is out. Yeah. But I'm not going to spoil it, but most of it is filler. But if you're a big fan, check out check out season two. It does give you some backstory and some different things of where they're actually heading with season three. There's right. got to be season three because I've seen some of it now a little bit more. Um but then also, you know, tying in that way, uh, they need to check out season one because it's very heartfelt. There's some hardcore scenes that kind of right. goes along the lines of full, 
Full Metal Alchemist. And then on top of that, too, you want to flow with the story, and you want to be able to make sure that the story lines up with what you end up getting, you know, right. invested in later in season two and then coming up season three. Right. So, and also just so people know, um, a series of unfortunate events. Yes. Another great, uh, you know, anime type film or a TV show on Netflix. or are not a stream, I guess, show right. on Netflix. It's confirmed for a second season. Yeah. And, you know, uh, what was it? The, the character, the main character of the show played, um, Oh man, what is that guy from Harold and Kumar? The the lead character uh, that was also on Who, uh, How I Met Your Mother. Oh, Neil Patrick Harris. Yes, Neil Shelby. Patrick Harris. Yeah. Um, so Neil Patrick Harris actually, an in character, uh, released a statement, and uh, was that was pretty funny, on that as well. Uh, you should check it out, look it up online, and uh, see it's you know. Uh, it's actual release and the paperwork on that too is pretty cool. But um, yeah, so we have that released. And then on top of that, um, you know, there's a lot of awesome movies coming out this year too. We have superhero movies, right? So we have DC rolling out big this year with wonder woman. Yes. And she looks great. Yes. That is, well, uh, that's uh, I'm a, I'm a big fan of hers. Me too. She's awesome. Her, uh, she's the official spokesperson spokesmodel for Israel. She's an Israelite lady. Yes, she is. And her name is Gal Got It, uh, if I'm saying that correctly. Uh, well, that gal definitely has got it. Yes. And she was the uh, <laughs> she was in the Fast and Furious series. If you guys are big fans of Fast and Furious, of course, from Car Guy. kind of bleeds <laughs> over, but she was Hans. Uh, oh, Han, that died in, uh, died in Tokyo Drift series. But, you know, when it goes back into the Fast and Furious of uh, uh, episode, I mean, of uh, uh, movie six and seven, uh, she was uh, one of the uh, helpers in that. Ended up being a bad guy, ended up being a good guy, and right. uh, uh, was Han ends up being uh, Han's love interest in yeah. that. So to see her in a major role is really great. And I believe the cast they have, and I think you said it right, Gal Gadot uh-huh. um, from Israel. And I actually saw her in an interview with, I believe it was Jimmy Kimmel, um, and she killed it. And she actually spoke about politics versus American politics. Very, oh, wow. She's very intelligent. She's very invested. Right. Uh, she's a super huge fan of uh, anime and then, uh, superheroes. Yeah. So she was actually excited to do this film. I think she said she started out as a model, which was pretty, uh, you know, pretty cool. Right. I kind of see that transition. Oh, yeah. Uh, then you have Chris Pine, Star yes. Trek. Huge. Oh, uh, man. Star Trek. So, man, um, don't even get me started on Star Trek. The well, new ones are so great. And even, I think, beloved by most anime fans because he carried the role so well. Oh, yeah, definitely. And it, I think in that particular role, it's very hard to to carry, especially with that history behind it. Oh, yes. Huge. With the actors you know, behind it, too. Yeah, huge shoes to fill there. And then, of course, Robin Wright also in there as well as the main lead. So the trailer is out. You can look it up at Uproxx, Comic Book, or YouTube um, and find it there. It's like a three-plus-minute uh, trailer. It's actually very well done. Oh, wow. It'll get your blood going, and it actually makes it look like DC finally has a good sub-story for a superhero that is going to be good, if not better, than possibly the Batman films as a play, definitely. Oh, uh, and that's big for you to say because you're a huge Batman fan. I am. I am. But, you know, there's always two good reasons to like Wonder Woman. Yep. There you go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does look good. It's uh, 
basically when they go on with this, you know, when uh, the like you say with the uh, trailers and different things you see, right? Um, the uh, oh, and one quick thing too, Wonder Woman comes out this summer, June second, twenty seventeen. Yep. So be ready. June second. You, you can order your passes on Fandango if you want to go ahead and pre-order them. Yep. Um, or you can just go to your local theater and ask about it, see what they can do for you. Right. Um, so that's one thing. And then, actually, one thing we were talking a little bit about earlier was Aquaman. Yes. They actually pushed it back. Really? So it's supposed to come out December of next year, in right. 2018. And we all know the lead for that is Jason Moma, the Game of Thrones star. Yep. And boy, does he look like a badass in this movie. Yeah, and she'll be shaking her head over here. She says no. She's she's loving, uh, she, she loves Aquaman. It's one of her favorite characters. She's gotten me to really respect Aquaman even more than I already did. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's, it's uh, crazy, man. Well, they've got some pretty good characters for this. Of course, Jason Momoa's Aquaman. Right. Amber Heard is playing as Mara. Oh, wow. Uh, Willem Dafoe is playing as uh, Nudius Volko. Really? Willem Dafoe's in there? I think it's a good That's pick. great. He's very... It's good to see him in that superhero movie again. Yeah. Uh, he was great as a Green Goblin. Um, but I like him because he's such a... Uh, he evolves very well with his character. Oh, yeah, I definitely. I think he would own this one well. Yeah. And then Michael K. Williams plays as Black Manta. Oh, that's cool. So that should be pretty good. That's going to be Williams a... is a pretty decent actor. Oh, yeah, definitely. He's played a few I other superhero movies. But they already have a trailer that was released. A lot of fan-made trailers, of course. Right. But I think they pushed it back for monetary reasons, obviously. Right. And then I also think it's because they really want to touch on the facts of um, DC versus Marvel. And every year having a DC movie out. Right. And then correlating it with Justice League. Yes. Uh, yeah, I agree because they're, uh, I can see that happening and being a big thing, putting being it pushed back for the Justice League because, of course, we know they've got, you know, S.H.I.E.L.D., right. you know, with the connection with uh, uh, with Marvel, uh, with Marvel, go, you know, going that route. Right. Um, they want to have a connection as well. So that makes sense to have right. all the movies connected in some way, bringing the Justice League together. Which everyone would be excited about anyway, because right. of all the cartoons that are out now. Even for the kids, they have Young Justice League. Yeah, you got that on Cartoon Network. You got uh, Justice League, the old Justice League on Boomerang. So there's a lot of things they bring into the table, uh, DC wise. So yeah. don't count them out yet, guys. Yeah, and actually, they do have an official release date for the Justice League. They aired the trailer for the preview at Comic Con this year. Oh, nice! Which was awesome. Yeah, definitely um, awesome. And it's actually being inspired by Henry Cavill, uh, being as from Superman. Uh, Bruce Wayne, of course, played by Ben Affleck, and then several others in there, including Gal Gadot, and then Jason Moma, uh, and a few others. Right. So you have these. The trailer is out. You can also find that on Fandango, uh, YouTube, Uproxx, and Comic Book. You can find them all there. Um, just type in Justice League on Google, even then it'll pop up. But that's supposed to be coming out, ladies and gents, November 17th this year. Yeah, that's great. So you can carve some turkeys and go to theaters and watch Yeah, some superhero movies. Whip your ass, whip your turkey's ass and, and, uh, yeah, at the same right. time. You want to come home and... But what really kills me <laughs> is this. They didn't get the original Gordon. Really? Captain Gordon, yeah. It's actually going to be played by J.K. Simmons. Really? From Spider-Man. Really? Yep. That's... that's 
that's uh, interesting there on that. Very huh. interesting. I, I wonder if he's going to ask us how much we can save on insurance. <laughs> exactly. In movie, you know? Oh, that's great. Like with State Farm and stuff, you know. <laughs> but uh, so I guess moving forward, we kind of had some other cool little topic. Yeah. Uh, best and worst superhero movies of all time. And yeah. we're also using our new mic, thanks to Samsung. It's, tell me what it is. Tell them off. Yeah, it's uh, the mic we're using. Uh, it's a Samsung mic. Um, it's a multi-directional. Uh, it actually is, what, two finger sizes? Two fingers, yeah. Yeah, that's two fingers. It fits in your, yeah, that's it. And uh fits right in the palm of your hand. It has a little clip. You can use it anywhere. It's an on-the-go. It uses a uh, USB hookup. Thanks to uh, Sweetwater for having it on sale, or we couldn't have this happen. Absolutely. And also, thanks for the candy if there's any Sweetwater employees listening out there. Right, absolutely. Uh, so, and a big shout out to uh, Thor Benhammer uh, that works at the school. Um, he helped me. He's a sound engineer and helped me uh, decide on what we needed for the. Turned the quality into another level. So, thank you, Thor. Yeah. Not because it hurts, but because we like you. Exactly. And on top of that, I, I am sitting back on a couch, leaning back, sinking into the couch, and it sounds like I'm speaking into your ear right now. Probably because, one, I am, and two, <laughs> because it is that good of a mic. You could be pretty much anywhere in a room so long as you're in earshot of the mic, talk to it, and yep. be able to hear things. So you might even hear Shelby scribbling on her Wacom, typing on <laughs> her laptop, and chuckling to my That's What She Said jokes. That's it. Uh, just like what Gal Gadot has got, and that is a lot. So, furthermore, <laughs> uh, best and worst superhero movies of all time. Oh, man. I'm going to say the first Hulk that he re-enditioned out. Not, not the 70s. I, had to, I was already ready to hit on that. Dude, I love the Hulk, but uh, the first one, uh, no, I'm sorry. Not the first rendition, the second rendition when he came out with the guy for the lotion in the basket. Yes. Oh my god. That was so horrible, you guys. I I, I, I think wanted to kill myself for him. Oh man, it was just horrible. He looked like he was cringing through the half halfway through it anyway. I was. I I could guarantee you that if Anthony Hopkins was watching that movie, he probably just laughed. Yeah. And figured out I should have won. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Like this is this is. <laughs> I mean, first of all. Wrong person. Yep. For the for the character. Yeah. He was at the right place, right time. Yeah. Hollywood wanted a big thing. It was one of those typical corporate decisions where this person's name is huge right now. Let's ride that wave. Yeah. Uh, give them a role. And you know, there's a TV show <laughs> that came out not long ago. It's called um, Ooh Entourage. Yes, yeah, Entourage. Yeah. And it kind of goes behind the scenes of Hollywood, and it kind of shows you how. It works, and believe it or not, there's even an Aquaman uh, reference in there throughout the uh, season. Oh, nice! The character um, actually plays Aquaman yeah. in one of the movies. So That's it's cool. actually yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, so check it out. It's it's on HBO, or you can buy it at Target or Walmart or something. You know, or right. Best Buy. It's a pretty good, solid show. It's a guy movie, or well, they have a movie for it. It's a guy movie and guy TV show. Right. Uh, so it's more of a bro thing, but it was actually pretty well done. And if you like a little more of a, you know, serious but comical view, it's pretty right. solid. That's cool. Um. So yeah, Hulk. Yeah. Back. And the animation was so. It was off. Yeah. It looked very grainy. Yeah. It looked like you were playing a video game while you're at the theater. Yeah. It, yeah. Definitely. It looked like it was CG <laughs> with real shots areas at times right um then of course 
Um, what would you consider one of the best superhero movies of all time? Man, I'm going to say the recent that I saw, I was blown away, uh, was Civil War. Really? I really liked Civil War. Um, it was today, you know, but but really focusing more on superhero, I would say. Right. Um, I would say the original Supermans were really good. Yes, uh, Christopher the, Reeves. Yeah, Christopher Reeves, Reeves. man. Um, definitely was awesome. I think, you know, my worst, I would say Daredevil. I agree. Uh, the only good thing that came out of that was Jennifer Gardner. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the fact that Ben Affleck could pick up a chick and be blind at the same time doesn't surprise me. Yeah, yeah, um, that's right. <laughs> uh, you know, I think that was probably one of the worst movies of all time. Yeah. Uh, I think close to that would be The Hulk. Third on that list would probably be The Watchmen, just because I feel like they just didn't do it as much justice. And then fourth for me would be Suicide Squad. Okay, yeah. I can see Suicide Squad being on that list. Um, but as far as best for me, I would definitely agree. The original Super, uh, Superman. Right. With Christopher Reeves. Not second. The first and the third. Yep, I agree. Um, was really well done. Yeah, it uh, really was. And then going into uh, later on, uh, I love the Tim Burton Batman movies. I will always yeah, love those. I do too. And I consider those as classics. Yeah. But above those, believe it or not, I actually love the Christopher Nolan Batmans. Oh, really? Yes. I actually almost cried at the very last uh, Christian Bale Batman. Oh, yeah. I would, I was just I would like, agree, man. I was like, oh, my God, this is so awesome. Yeah. They, when they got Christian Bale to, when I heard that they were casting Christian Bale as Batman, I was like, finally, it's going to be done justice. And not to be, you know, bitch slapping on, you know, past Batman. Um, I, I agree. I, I liked uh, the original Batman. Right. Which, uh, you know, even though George Clooney was, you know, he was great. Right. But I do agree with the uh, Tim Burton uh, Batman uh, Returns. Right. Uh, with... I mean, with Danny DeVito, that performance the of the Penguin, I mean, that is insane. Not the reason why they've chosen not to bring those characters back, aside from the Joker. Right. Which, Heath Ledger, rest in peace, right. was just so... I am convinced if he was not, you know, deceased, they would have him back again. Oh, yeah. Because that was one of the most epic performances you could have for a villain or superhero right. today. Oh, yeah, definitely. I... Man, that was that performance was uh, was insane, and in, in, you know the the newest, you know besides yeah. the the latest Batman with Ben Affleck. But uh, with that being said, with you know Heath Ledger, that that whole um, that whole experience with seeing him as Joker, you know, actually, uh, I read somewhere that. Um, uh, uh, What's his name that played the original Joker? Oh, Nicholson? Yeah, Nicholson said that he actually went to uh, Ledger because he knew how well he got into his parts. Right. And told him, do not go too deep with this. It'll it'll destroy you. Mm-hmm. And, man, it, it's, it's crazy to see the role that he took on. Um, and I always thought about this, too, with his role. 
you know, just touching on a little bit more, how his family felt about that, like seeing him yeah, on there's screen. Actually, there's actually a documentary about it, about yeah. his father and his opinion on him playing the Joker and how he felt like it actually led to his demise. Yeah. Um, so that's actually pretty good. I, I believe it's on Netflix. You can check I'm, it out there. I'm going to have to check it out, man. Um, I'm really going to check that out. But there's actually another one I want to throw out there, too. It's not even a movie, per se. Uh-huh. It's more of a cartoon. Um, best superhero, I think, or as far as the cartoonish feel. Right. Wasn't just the original Batmans. Uh-huh. It, well, I wouldn't even say Batman Beyond, either. But it was actually Birdman. Yeah. I would Yeah. Birdman. That was a classic. In the yes. Movie. Birdman, it, it was just so... Uh, it was so good. It you know came out right there about the time with uh, uh, was it like the original Johnny Quest. Yeah, oh Johnny Quest. Yeah, Johnny Quest. It was right there with Johnny Quest about the time that coming was out. Cartoon Network was probably at its peak. Yeah, and or close to it because then you had other shows like Johnny Bravo. Yeah, Powerpuff Girls, Mojo Jojo. Yep, and oh, then, Mojo Jojo. Yeah, and then you had uh, the Samurai Drag. Oh, I'm sorry. Samurai Jack, the yes. original, which is coming back out. Yep, which is coming out. And I believe it's the first episode aired recently or it's yes. coming out soon. It came out, um, yeah. And he looks pretty cool. Old oh, Samurai yeah. Jack used to watch that. Loved it. And then you look at other things like Courage the Cowardly Dog. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, Stupid Dog. Yeah. And then there's, you know, I feel there are awesome shows that are like not even close to the uh, uh, quality they put out now. Yeah. Which is why I feel like bringing Samurai Jack back. Right. Um, and the Powerpuff Girls, And too. the Powerpuff That's right. They're bringing them yeah. back. So yeah, they're back. They're coming back out again. I believe you can find those pop figures. Mm-hmm. For yeah, they just well. came out. Yeah, yeah it's all those. Cool. Uh, I want to get a Mojo Jojo so bad. Yeah, it'd be great. So, I don't know. Shelby, do you want a Mojo Jojo pop figure? <laughs> She's saying no. He's a winner. He's like the coolest gorilla of all time. His brain is in a helmet. That's because he's super smart. Yeah. Had to uh, keep the intelligence locked in. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> what? I'm shocked. I'm I like, um, was it him? Was that his name? Him? It's him. The, like, female, like, the lady devil? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's crazy. He's like, hey, guys. Yeah. What's going on? He was, yeah, he was crazy. I always thought he was perfectly. Yeah, for real. It was just ridiculous. Like, yeah. Why are you hitting on these little girls all the time? <laughs> it's just, it's so creepy. <laughs> yeah, it's so creepy. Uh, but yeah, Johnny Bravo was a definite for that, too. Right. Cartoon Network, classic uh, in this time. So yeah, we have March Madness. Yes. I scared uh, Shelby, I think, with that. She just balled yeah. up a little bit. Uh, but yeah, March Madness this month has been awesome. Um, like we were talking about brackets earlier. And I tried to print one out. I couldn't find one to print out while I was at work. So it's all good. Some of them actually, I downloaded the app, wouldn't even let me do a bracket. But oh, wow. um, it's kind of exciting watching some of these college guys make these incredible moments. Yeah. It really defines and gets them into the next step. But there's some uh, awesome athletes out there that love anime too. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, you know, there's some pop culture that they bring into it. You look at, like, LeBron James has his own brand. Yeah, he has his own pop culturistic style. He actually has someone running a company for him, so he is involved in pop culture. Uh, speaking of which, Space Jam. Oh yeah, the remake, definitely the remake be, uh, released some point. I think it's either late this year or next year, but they're going to have the trailers coming out soon. Yeah, nice. So, Welcome to the Space Jam. I had the whole soundtrack and everything I did back too. in the day. Oh, dude, Bugs Bunny and Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, I love that yeah. one. 
Yeah. That one particular one where he's talking about, you know, you got to get to hopping. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, so you got Space Jam being re-released again with the Looney Tunes. Yes. I'm excited about that. That's going to be great. Um, oh, speaking of, like, uh, Looney Tunes and stuff. Oh, you remember the, the Looney Tunes, uh, that title? I saw it a while back. It just kind of reminded me of that. That kind of awful thing with Brandon Fraser. Oh, I had to throw yeah, that bash in there. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, that oh. was so bad. Brandon Fraser was good in the Mummy, but the yeah. two characters that mm, I think they were stretched to buck on that one. Yeah, I think they did too. But they, well, I guess we could say we can lay the coffin to that one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice, nice. I like it. I like yeah. It. So the question is now with the Mummy coming out too. I mean, yeah. it, you think it's going to be better than the original? Oh, man. Speaking of the original, we talked about our times in the 90s. Right. Not yeah. the original, original. Uh, yeah. Back in the day, black and white. Um, Man, I don't know. They're going to have to really bring it if they're going to... They're going to have to have something new to the table because it can't be the same old, you know, hey, you know, the mummy's coming to get you. It's the main character. They're going to have to throw in something. Uh, I guess I guess you could say like a throw a wrench in there. Yeah, Something's going to so. have to give it a, a new concept. I, I feel like it has to definitely be darker. Yeah, it has to be darker. It has to have, uh, especially going back to our last episode right. about being dark. Right. Everything's in this, you know, kind of day and age of being kind of dark and mythical and right. um, mystery and Speaking stuff like of, that. Uh, mystery, I'll refer back to my Snapple apple drink. <laughs> and uh, I haven't actually, I've got the bigger bottle. It's not this, like the, it's a snap. Right to the top, it's the twist, which is a little disappointing. But I haven't even checked to see if it has a special little message for me on there. But I'll, I'll hey. probably check it in a minute. Yeah. But all right, Shelby, mm-hmm. how do you feel about the Mummy? Have you seen the original? First off, um, years ago. Years ago. I like the ride at Universal. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Were you a fan of the film? Yeah. So do you think that this new one has to be different or darker? Or do you feel like if they take on, you know, the same style, it might be a flop? Not necessarily, because I think when the when the first original Mummies came out, it really had a pretty good size following for what it was. And they don't have a whole lot of movies out now, you know, modernly that yeah. are like that. So, I don't know. Do you feel like if they did come back out with the same feel... Like that comedic but action adventurous, it would be accepted. They'd have to cut the comedy. You think? Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. You look at like Star Wars, like Rogue One. Yeah. And it's, it's like almost a similar film style. Um, but I think she's right. I think if they did cut the comedy down. Yeah. It might be a really good pick 'em up feel. Yeah. You know the dark, the dark, dark. I think is what Universal's going for because. Yeah. Christopher Nolan, yeah, you know that that style. But I I think the Mummy should probably, if it's going to be serious, it's got to be really serious. Yeah, like super I can dark. see that. Like, yeah, we're talking super dark. Yeah, but I, I think I would like to see it in a way, even more you know, Brendan Fraser if they do. That would be cool. It'd be kind of cool to see. Like maybe if he was the grandpa. Or- Right, like a, like a, yeah, like or, an older yeah, like an older like version. Son takes over, almost like an Indiana yeah. Jones. Yeah, that would be a retrospect. That'd be cool. Pretty cool. So, yeah. so okay, superheroes. Um, some other good movies we can think about. Um, one really good movie that we actually didn't even talk about that was a one and done. Probably one of the better ones, Spawn. Oh yeah, man, I'm a huge fan of Spawn. Tom McFarlane with uh, that whole series. I used to. Um, 
I got really I got really uh, into Spawn uh, growing up and playing baseball and seeing the movie and um, just how they did everything was great. It was always they made sure that it was dead on set like the comics. But I actually believe I read an article somewhere where it was speaking about them actually talking about bringing Spawn back. Oh, yeah, that would be great. I think it would be a good time to do it. I mean, oh, why it would, would be. you not want to build on such an incredible yeah. know, story? Oh, yeah. I mean, when they when they did the movie, too, they had the toys. They had the figures. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it was just very iconic. I mean, they even had detail on one of the – even one of the uh, figurines. You could hit a button, and, like, he would glow. His eyes right. would glow and right. all that. Yeah. So it was that well, the green glow. Heroes, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, very interesting. Yep. So, um, it was uh, a good series. Yeah, if you guys haven't, you know, uh, for the younger crowd that's listening, I guess, if you wouldn't know anything about Spawn too much, but uh, check out the movie. It's, you know, bear with it. It's awesome. Yeah, so. Um, I'm, pointing, I'm pointing at Shelby. Yeah, exactly. You know nothing. So, I've never even heard of that. Yeah, so, uh, oh. oh. Yeah, we're gonna have to wow. we're gonna have to watch. Some, <laughs> I gotta do some education. Yeah. Weeks, so. All right, when she taught you calculus, you're gonna have to teach you. Uh, yeah. Some spawn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, uh, but yeah, basically what the synopsis is, basically making a really quick rundown, like the movie Rundown with the Rock. Right. right. There you go. Um, good movie. Yes, very good. Um, uh, so basically, it's a it's a a black gentleman who is. Uh, been shot to death yep. very brutally, and he's sent to hell. Um, and then uh, he is in an ultimatum where his presence is needed, his special skill set, uh, and he makes a deal with the devil, I guess you could say, yep. and becomes his spawn. Right. And uh, goes back, ends up coming back, and his family is still alive, of course, his, his wife and his kids. And he decides... To fight, for good. to fight for good, but using the forces of darkness, and then battles the actual demons that are hell sent on bringing him back to hell. Um, Pretty uh, intense story, but it's very well done. Yes, very well and written. It's not very complex. Yes, it's straightforward action, and it's got a love. It's got love in it. It's got action. It's got a little bit of everything for everybody. So it's, it was yeah. a very good time when it came out. Yep. And uh, well done too for the time period. Yeah, for the time period, it's the you know, it came out in the late 90s. Um, and the animation is dead on point, they put a lot into that movie, so you definitely got to check it they out. They really did. They really did. Shelby looked like she was confused, confused about the no, animation. I, no, I remember I have seen that. I remember, we watched it a while back when we first started talking because this he has wings, or there's another character towards the end that has wings, but yes. he got cut off. Yes, yeah. It's one of the demons, yeah. Yeah. Demons, yeah. Yeah, it's great. And then the ending, I was like, yeah. why? But I then just watched the whole movie, why? <laughs> but then when you heard, did you hear the bell, though, at the end? No. Yeah, you know, every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings. Yes. Oh. Yeah, that's how it works. <laughs> Mary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but but yeah, that's a very underrated uh, underrated film, man. That really is. And I think it's also because of the death of the original uh, actor that played him. Yeah, true. I think that was probably why in Hollywood veered away from things like that versus replacing. I think at the period that it came out at right um, versus a Batman where you replaced him with five different people. Yeah. So you look at these 
movies and superheroes and the best and worst. We we said the second Hulk that came out with, you know, the Allison and the basket. And then of course, um, you know, Daredevil and Toxic Weiss splashing up into the eyes, making one of the most renowned businessmen into a blind superhero with super senses. Yeah. yeah. And uh, marrying Electra off, uh, you know, off camera. Yeah. And then on top of that, you had the Electra movie. Yeah. It was somewhat of a flop, really, was better than Daredevil. Yeah. But I'd still agree. Yeah. not done well. Yeah, still not really put on point. And then we look at Spider-Man, and I know this yeah. is like a big thing for Kyle because he's a super, super fan of Super Spider-Man. Yeah. And you look at the original Tobey Maguire movies, and I enjoy those yes. better. I do, too. Than the newer ones, even though the newer ones are a little more serious. Yeah. And it's probably because... I'm critical of them because it has been less than 20 years since they have been released from each other. Really, like I would say less than 10 to 15. Yeah. And I feel like a reboot was just way too soon. I, I agree. Uh, yeah, the reboot, I don't know why they keep – it was kind of like – I felt like it was more of a corporate decision. Oh, well, let's just make some quick money and let's just put out a crazy yeah, Spider-Man yeah. movie. Kind of like, kind of like how Disney has those filler movies they put in, like Toy Story three or four. Not only really Toy right. Story, but you know what I mean, like having right. other movies over and over and over and over, over and over and over. And just, just spit it out. For that too, they would come out with like a really good one, and then like, really, like two or three other little ones that never even come. To yeah, like uh, How to Train Your Dragon. They have so all this, all these different, and even man, all these Netflix. different little, yeah, on Netflix, all these little different shows of, that. You think uh, you get your hopes up because you think, oh, the original How to Your Dragons on? No, it's not. It's a knockoff. Yeah, it's a knockoff, exactly. Yeah, so uh, I, I would, uh, I mean, I totally agree. Mm-hmm. And what's funny, even though they had Tobey Maguire in these original Spider-Man movies, they were still more serious and more dark with the timelines and the storylines they went with than the newer ones. All right, and Mary Jane was better looking. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Emma Watson is very pretty. But at the time, yeah, the original actress, you know, from that '70s show, I believe. Well, no, maybe not. No, no Kristen Dunst. I'm that's sorry, a, Kristen yeah, Dunst. Kristen Dunst. You know, when yeah. she played Mary Jane, was, yeah, to me, way I was hotter. To you. Yeah, it was way hotter than Emma Watson. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, because at the time period, and also, um, what was cool about a little factoid is with uh, Kristen Dunst is, uh, she had just played in a, a tennis movie. Um, yeah, and and was almost at the pivotal point of uh, uh, in shape and stuff when she played that movie as as well. So it and played right in the, the scene I think where they kissed upside down, one like the hottest scene. I think, yeah, so. man, it was just like you know, it it felt like it came out of out of it kind of pulls on your heartstrings because you're you're rooting right, for them, right. and it comes it kind of came alive right out of the magazine, exactly right out of the, I mean out of the comic. I'm kind of disappointed because I would love to see how Tobey Maguire would have finished off of Spider Man. I know that's what um, I felt like it was a uh, you know how you have seasons you're waiting on they do a huge cliffhanger. All right. That's what it felt like. Um, it been. Yeah. yeah, it was that was really that was really I mean a cliffhanger on that. And then okay, so you look into those movies and then okay, we go into uh, a rollout of the newer ones and yeah. Andy Garfield did a pretty solid job. Yeah, his first, you know, his first one, and now they're having a more of a comical, uh, yeah, comic book version of Spider-Man. It's almost like they've kind of given up a little bit. 
Yeah, on, on, the series. on serious, yeah, serious side. Yeah, the comic deal now. And it's really made. It's then that's one that's really gets my nerves. It's uh, it's kind of annoying. Almost makes you want to just wait for the movie, even though I'm a huge fan, to come out on DVD. Yeah. Uh, because of the comedic uh, take on it. I mean, Spidey is that way, but it's more of an undertone, in my opinion. But like, right. as he's you know being serious, he's like, oh well, <laughs> this happened, you know that kind of thing. How it would be kind of cool though if they did make movies or a movie based from the character of that comic and from the actual comic writ right all the way through. You know what just hit me too is they made him kind of feel like a Deadpool. They kind of were right. because Deadpool had come out, yeah. so they were trying to like follow up with that. Oh, people like it. No, man. How did you feel about the Deadpool trailer that came out? Oh man, I've man, I thought it was cool. Um, I used to be, now what's funny about it, a little, you know, uh, kind of, I guess, confessional time, I guess, with this, you know, pop culture confessional time. Might be a new new part <laughs> we need to do, right? right? When I was a kid, I loved, In loved, loved Deadpool because of the, yeah, the, you know, the show off with Cable and Deadpool and going at it all the time. And um, they were always big rivalries. Um, but with Deadpool, I was a huge fan when I was a kid. And then I kind of grew out of it because I saw, like, uh, I wanted to see more of a serious, you know, side of the of the right. characters, and I, I think everybody kind of goes through that 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 phase. But um, I thought it was cool. It, it was uh, it was neat. Um, but um, what was your take on it? What what did you think about it? I thought it was pretty funny. It was a, a great thing of Marvel to knock. Yeah. On um, you know DC. Oh yeah, for sure. I and, forgot about that part. And yeah. the Superman feel to it. You know, yeah. I felt like that was pretty funny. Um, I'm excited for the second one. I think uh, surprisingly, Ryan Reynolds. I used to have this motto about him that he only played good in romantic comedies. Right. And that anything else he touched, <clears throat> excuse me, with the exception of Waiting, yeah, was not a solid film. Yeah. But. Bring in, and especially you look at Green Lantern, which is probably one of the worst uh, superhero movies. Yeah, I would I would agree too, man. You know, his that's film, another one. I felt like he had his shot. He blew it. Yeah, and he didn't deserve it. But you know, he's actually done a very good job as playing Deadpool. I'm very confident in his second one coming up, possibly third after right. that. And the fact that it is actually Deadpool, but Ryan Reynolds has taken it and made it as Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, because I would agree. that is his character. Yeah, almost any funny or good film he's ever played, very right. snarky, yeah, potty mouth, but funny individual. Yeah, like the intertones that he had in. I mean, one of my I like this film a lot is Just Friends. Well, yeah, yeah, Just yeah, Friends. It was so hilarious. Yeah. You guys watch that movie again if you know if you've seen it a few times or whatever, and really pick up on his undertones because you will die and laugh. And there's one where he plays with Sandra Bullock. Do you remember? Yes, it's, it's uh. uh the proposal. Yeah, the proposal. The proposal. Yeah, that's a great in Alaska. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, so Ryan Reynolds is really taking that role and ran with it. So I definitely have to have hats off to him. Yeah. And saying that he's actually been able to take control of a superhero movie. But yeah, so definitely we have some great uh, films, and that's a lot of our opinions on superhero movies, anime. That's right. We got a little two cents in with that, so a little bit different uh, today. Uh, so it's episode 13, Anime and Some Play, as we're wrapping up the podcast tonight, guys and gals. Uh, but you can always give us your shouts, your thoughts, and feels of what you want us to talk about. Give your opinions on everything. Um, 
And then, of course, hit us back up and Kyle, uh, tell them where they can find us on the social web. Yes, you can uh, definitely just get on your mobile because about everybody in the world has Facebook now. Um, that's the easy way to find us. Just type in JK Podcast and then we'll come right up. Um, and just uh, look for us that way. Look for our signature icon with JK Podcast and the pop culture um, artsy feel on the page. And right. we have the buttons in the background, of course, uh, the microphone up front. So you'll find us that way. And then also you can find us uh, uh, at blogtalkradio.com. Uh, and then just type in JK Podcast 101. Yeah. And then it'll pull us up, and you'll see our icon as well. We appreciate the listeners out there, uh, especially in the country, all around the country, all around the world. And uh, you can also find us also, Jesse Tillman, at Twitter. Yeah, you can find us at JK Podcast 101. It's our Twitter handle. And on, I'm sorry, I'm about to say Netflix. I wish. That'd be awesome. Yeah, it would be <laughs> awesome. <laughs> but on iTunes, you can find us. Type in JK Podcast. Yeah, that's you can right. listen to our latest episodes. Just download listen, subscribe live, or the day of, or even after, or whenever you can listen to us, recap, and go over our personal opinions on what you guys want to hear, because that's what we're here for, is the average, everyday individual in their true feels and feelsies, and uh, I guess yeah. you could say like Pitbull, you know, uh, Mr. WW, yeah. we're worldwide. Yeah, we're so worldwide. We're in eight countries around the world and several states within the United States of America. And uh, definitely thank you to all the listeners out there for listening. Yes, As we you. are always, what, Kyle? Always just kidding. And we're always on the fly. That's right. Thanks, guys and gals. Tune in soon for episode 14 on March Madness. Check us out on Facebook for updates, and you'll find us there with some new content and when episode 14 will be coming out. So, again, download, listen, subscribe on any podcast app, including iTunes on your Apple devices or anywhere in the world, and find us, JK Podcasts. Thanks, guys and gals.